Hey everybody, it's Thursday night. It's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. You guys, since it's been a year since we recorded one of these shows, <laughs> where the fuck have we been? What do you say we do a year in review show? Cool. Okay, sure. You guys have been here this year, right? Yeah. Mostly. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's 2013. It's 2014. No, I'm, l- listen, get into character. Kevin. I see. Hot stuff. Wait, we're going to live through the past year? Yeah. I've already done that once. Did we in the last uh, year in review show? You don't know. When I said we're going to do a year in review show, you said, what's one of those, Jick? I have not. First of all, I was like, what's a year? I'm like a duck. <laughs> what's, a, what's a review? Every year I wake up and it's a brand new world. Is that, do, do ducks have short-term memory problems I don't know. like goldfish? My, my dad used to make fun of me every time I didn't know something that I had been told already by saying that I was like a duck, that I woke up in a new world every day. Uh, I see. So I guess the implication was that ducks have a short-term oh, or wow. ducks I wonder, have memory that goes away when they sleep? Do, do animals have memories that are proportional to their size? This is beginning to, like, because elephants never forget. And they're big, yeah. And they're huge. Yeah. And goldfish just have 15-second memories. Which One is time true, I met a whatever. brontosaurus, and he was like, yeah, I remember fucking Before everything. Before he was born. Yeah. yeah. It's got all, got all yeah, that blue. extra body mass to store memories in. They also have those butt brains. Right. Oh, yeah. Blue whales must uh, remember, like, the before uh, blue whales even existed. Or blue whales ancest- the biggest thing? Like, pre-ancestral memories. Weren't there, things, weren't there things bigger than that before that? Before blue whales? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. They're pretty big. You know, you know who has the best memory of all? Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> Did we... On last year's year in review show, talk yes. about the uh, the content familiar, the 2013 content familiar, and the 2013 spleen familiar. Don't remember. I don't remember if we did it actually before the end of the year or uh, after the end of the year. I don't. I don't remember how any of this stuff works. I don't remember how. I don't even remember like last Christmas. Right. It's been a crazy year. Yeah. Everything turned. Everything changed. Everything turned upside down. Everything flipped onto its head and then back onto its ass. Cool. Yeah, so the content familiar was good. The Angry Young Man. Okay. It was pretty popular, I guess. I don't know. Didn't, it's, didn't it's, you, like, look and see? Yeah, and it, it, was sold, like, it sold okay. It was, like, better than uh, hot cakes? It was better than a month, right? It, yeah. it was it was, a, it was a month and a half's worth of uh, item of the month revenue. So that's, you know, it's given that it was nine or ten times as much work as a typical item of the month, that's a pretty good value proposition <laughs> for us. Good, uh, good uh, value, Rooney. But those are things that will live on in people's memories. Yeah, absolutely. So there's value in that. No, they're good. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take such a crass view. Stuff like that. A commercial, a, a commercial crass. View. Yeah, yeah. Mercenary. Okay. Mm. Anyway, the young man jars were good. Some people were very angry about the the jick jars. Mm-hmm. Okay. True. Yeah. Um, some people were very upset about the. Some people were like, "Well, because you can only do this once, I'm going to do it zero times." Because f you. <laughs> didn't didn't people say, "Well, there's a chance that this could be optimal at some point in the future to do this as part of a stunt run, so therefore yep. I must hang on to it as a potential mm-hmm. a potential tool." Yep. And those people are crazy and cannot be countenanced. Huh. The other jars were good, though. There was the there was the old man's bath time adventures, which I don't remember much about because I had very little to do with it. You you invented a game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drew some pictures. Scully described them. Uh, me and me and Riff made the Chinatown thing. Yep. Wrote, wrote Mostly a Riff. Crazy crazy Chinatown fantasy computer thing. This yeah, it was sort of like cyberpunk. It was like yeah, big, cyberpunk. Big trouble yeah, that's a good way of putting it. LittleChina.com. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think LittleChina.com is? Mm. Probably like small plates. There was a Zaibatsu. Everybody's told us that we didn't know the difference between Chinese and Japanese, but then we were like, yes, we do. We just <laughs> use them interchangeably because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was the uh, there was a Crockpot Mystic Jar, which I was particularly proud of. The, the Crockpot yes. Mystic Jar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the Cracked Crockpot, in which we make Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza is like pizza-only liquid. Okay. Uh, Pretentious artist breakfast. Yeah, that was that was all you. Yeah, it's pretty good. Did people ever solve all the puzzles? I think so. Yeah, they got all the things. They got all the things. Was there a trophy in there? I don't remember. I don't either. Jesus, it's been a long time. 
what we need is uh, to listen to the year's worth of radio shows before we do this. <laughs> that way we're guaranteed not to make the same joke again. They must have. They must have found everything by this point. What was the January item of the month? It was the snowsuit. Do you remember anything about that? Uh, wasn't it like a familiar equipment that melted over time? Yeah, I think it gets weaker over time. I bet you could click a thing on your phone and read all about it. Sure. <clears throat> the internet here is balls. Good. This yeah, is good. yeah. It totally, it totally. It's a, it's like a lot of weight for a while, and then it degrades. Okay, so it's, uh, and then it uh, lets you use some skills. Yeah. What are those? What are those? This doesn't even say. Yep. Nobody cares. <clears throat> this, it is amazing how, how little I remember from just a year ago. Okay, wait. So you can, you can put it in a different. I see. So it's got a bunch of different modes that you can put it in, which give the familiar different snowman faces. <clears throat> wow. Did we even design this? I don't know. Okay, and then you eventually get a carrot out of it. That's something. I don't <laughs> What? <laughs> nah, this is great. This is a great year in review, guys. A year in review by, by people who might as well have not even been here for all they remember <laughs> about any of this. So then what else happened in January? January, I added the mall uh, search category for content unlockers, which uh, I, oh, don't yeah. know, I don't know if that made people find those things or not, but it at I least mean, gave them the option. Those lists, the list of possible categories show up, right? Yeah. So I think that's a, a an interesting way for people to, to, to sort of stumble upon a bunch of neat things. Like that's a big category of just entirely whole sections of the game that you might not even know, have known existed, Yeah. which is cool. I, uh, a couple days later, I went and converted the Crackpot Mystic over to being a shop, I think, or maybe a choice adventure. I don't remember. One you of those changed how it worked. I think it was the shop, uh, so that I could add some more uh, stuff for him to make after you've beaten his his uh, dream, so that there would be a sort of an end state for winning it. Oh, uh, Because that was something that people wanted. It was just sort of four independent zones with a boss, you know, like a Mega Man game without the ending. <laughs> Um, I don't remember what the things are that he crafts, though. One of them is that energy tank, which does something. Maybe it's like right. a potion. <laughs> We're terrible at this. The problem, the problem, seriously, though, is that this year was insane in terms of the number of things that happened. Right. The amount of stuff that we did. Let's see. Are we dooming ourselves to like a six hour long radio show by Probably. starting to try to review it all? January 25th, you can now use more than one psychoanalytic jar per day. This does not apply to jars used on extra crazy people. So I think I just removed the limitation of only being able to uh, collect one psychosis in a day. And I'm not sure why I did that. That's probably in response to player feedback. People probably wanting to do multiple runs of various things. Uh, let's see. Zone stat warnings uh, no longer trigger if you have teleportitis. That's weird. Was that a thing? Did it become optional? Am I, like, missing? I have no idea if this is a fucking comprehensive list. We are so bad at this. Hot stuff. We're having to do it from our phones instead oh, yeah. of some, from some sort of laptop. Because it was... Uh, when did we make it so the... Stat requirements were no longer requirements. Like at a certain point, we just made them recommendations instead of requirements. And was that this year? It seems like that was this year. It might have been late last year, early the year before last. I I don't remember what's what year this is now. Now I'm now I'm lost in time. All I know is it isn't the year of Luigi anymore. I thought they extended it. Oh yeah. Let's see. And Sweet. then I went on bonfire side chat. Yeah. It's the, it's the decade. Uh, on the January the 29th, uh, we gave the Monster Manuel uh, avatar changing items their own inventory section. That was pretty okay. Pretty trivial. I need to go through and uh, look at new options for that. Yeah, you do that every once in a while. Like, say, January 31st when you did that and all the young man jar stuff. Okay. Uh, then the Game Inform dungeon came out. Riff, tell us uh, about yeah. that. Because you made that. I, I, I basically made that. There's that crazy thing i don't even know how long it took but uh that was my at the moment most complicated foray into 
coding stuff with our uh, with our weird scripting language thing. But that is no hey, longer the weird. case. <laughs> it's so simple; even a riff can use it. Are you saying that you have you have trumped yourself with something that has not yet been released? Yes, yes, I think that's uh, I think that is valid to say. Okay. Well, gosh, now if only we would get our shit together and finish the goddamn. You know what I did? Uh, what I did yesterday instead of working on the items of the year was I overhauled the bounty hunter hunter. So you guys will see that as soon as Hot Stuff's done with his part of it. I finished it this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, gosh, let's roll that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to just roll stuff out without testing it at all? No, we never really did that. But remember how we're about to start doing that? 2014 is the year of just rolling shit out without testing it. Hmm. And on the beginning of February, oh, wait, no. The, then we put some new items in the Dungeoneers Association vending machine. What were those? Might have been a prep rope for a ten foot pole. No, a thirty. No, those were later. That was later when the daily dungeon got overhauled. No, we the 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 machine. Maybe those. You know, it was those skill books, like the wall burst and oh, bulb, right. and the yeah, yeah. Those, those, those little like sort of minor uh, self buffs. Uh, in February, got the we added those arrows to re up effects and stuff from potions and skills and all those kinds of oh, things. Oh, like an interface. You're saying that there was an interface improvement. Yeah, of course there was. Uh, resting at campsite now, Kier's beaten up. So that was uh, that was a friendly thing. Friendly to the new kids. You only have to rest once. Right. Um, food and non-booze beverages, not sure their size in the descriptions. Not that non-booze beverages are of any interest to anybody. That was just another transparency thing. Revealing yeah. all of the numbers to all of the kids. There's no mystery in anything anymore. Gosh, it was better when we were younger. That's, I mean, that is a good question, right? Like, there's, there are a lot of things in the game that started out as you have to do this thing and pay attention. And, like, write down how big it was. Yeah. Or, you know, or you go and you look or at Or you go and you look at the wiki, before. which is then, then <clears throat> once it gets to the point where it's like, the answer is just everybody look at the wiki before you do anything in case it fucks something up, then it's no longer really of any interest to make people learn by experimentation if... You just don't. If no one does. Right. Right. Only one guy does, and then he writes it down in the wiki. And then everybody yells at him for getting it wrong. Or lying, because he knows how it works. <laughs> um, then uh, Avatar of Jarlsberg came out, and uh, yeah, it was okay. It had a cool skill tree thing. It had a, some cool... Uh, there's a guy made of an egg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, Arlsberg had something called a creamy staff because two days later, uh, it, I made it do a thing that it was supposed to do. Be a chef staff. That was like a broken jiggle or something. Uh, he had some chef staffs. He had some powerful jiggles. He had some powerful spells. A bunch of people got really upset about the capping spell damage based on mana cost. Did they? I thought they liked it. I thought most people no, liked it. No, they absolutely did not. It was, it was just savaged by. It was savage Fred. in the most idiotic ways, yeah, by everyone named Fred. Okay, in the forums, it was it was just like we got it got referred to as like a bait and switch, which was nonsense. Uh, it, the people were like, "You guys are assholes for not explaining this ahead of time." And it's like, what, the, these what does are that even mean? Brand new spells, like, yeah. What? Did, yeah. So people were basically upset because they took the Astral Bracer, which was minus MP cost to spells, and they didn't realize that that was actually limiting their ability to, to deal damage. I see. So yeah, that was it. But it basically made it so that thing, which I thought was a pretty good idea, was a good way of sort of balancing, uh, you know, balancing the, the damage per mana of spells, just turned into a thing that we could never do again. So whatever. Later in the year, I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it. Just do all the damage you want. I don't even fucking care anymore. <laughs> Um, level 10 quest on February 18th got fleshed out, which I don't know if that means that whole, the, it doesn't, that seems like a pretty, uh, is that underwhelming the way to describe it? Yeah, that... it must've been. Okay. Maybe not. Well, so that was like adding a bunch of additional giants and yeah. The, and well, just splitting the castle into three zones. Right. It was pretty good. Um, Changed a blue, a blue clues uh, to where they didn't get used automatically anymore. So, that's, but then I think that made everything suck. And bees hate you. And then people were like, "Hey, this sucks." And bees hate you now. And I was like, "I don't care. Stop playing bees hate you." And then I went on the Ludology podcast. Was like, huh? Was it a year between when I went on the cruise and met that guy, and then actually went on his podcast? 
I think it must have been. Uh, fat loot tokens became not quest items anymore uh, because we we knew that we were about to put in the sl- the cubeling, which right. was going to take longer mm-hmm. than an ascension to get, and so we wanted people to be able to save up the tokens. Right. Um, See, it's all coming back. Well, no, I guess we had put in the cube because this is this update brought to you by the Council for the Advancement of Gelatinous Cubeling Concerns. I guess we knew that the cubeling was going to become important. Or am I just missing half of these announcements? I don't know what this wiki article is. Uh, Jarlsberg's pan came out. That was, that was the one March that like, just month. dissolved food drops that Jarlsberg couldn't eat into things that he could use to make potions and stuff. And right. that was, uh, but, I mean, couldn't it, didn't it dissolve it for anybody? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was specifically, you could put it in a mode where it would dissolve that stuff, but it was, it was specifically for, to give Jarlsberg something to do with all the stuff that was dropping that he couldn't do anything with. And then Eleron yelled at me until I made it stop uh, dissolving goat's milk. Okay. Uh, we made it so you could play old challenge paths for karma once. Um, some changes to filtering and sorting on the inventory. We added the arbitrary number of custom tabs and stuff, so that was pretty cool. And then the C. That seems like oh, yeah. more than a year ago. All of wow. that does not seem like it was this year. That was, you and I got to San Francisco for GDC, and yeah. we stood in a room, and we went to a bar, and we made all of the rest of the C content. And wow, how did I'd that go? forgotten about that. Let's see. There we was a the, lot of stuff in there. Yeah, there was. Yeah. The uh, scuba gear, uh, the scuba tank, we made it not rusty because people we didn't want it to confuse people who wanted it to be able to get a slime covered scuba gear right uh we added the ketchup pound to another monster in the palindomes drop uh, right added some semi-rares to the sea changed some stuff in the octopus's garden um is this is this all part of the sea a lot of it is yeah added uh there's a there's a forum post here where it talked about adding the next stage uh grandma woke up and we added the the outpost was already there, but we added the coral corral, right? Um, and then the and then, currents, yeah. And then that was uh, that was in preparation for the next big rollout, which I think didn't happen until much later. Actually, um, made a joke about Cape Fear on March seventeenth, so that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> the next installment of Sea Content came out on the at the end of March, uh, which was what? Let me look at the post that I linked. Uh, yeah, you can go to the deep city. Oh right, we didn't we didn't roll it out all at once. That's right. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, so I don't think that the bosses were there yet. Um, no, we, they we opened up the they city, totally but weren't. the temple was not there. Yeah, okay. the temple did not get finished. Um, so you got to you you could get to the currents, but you couldn't do anything. And then you could get through the currents, and you could do the gladiator path on the one side or the scholar path. But you on couldn't the other open side. Yeah. the temple. Um, and then we made a joke about uh, selling uh, Tzinga. Right. Yeah. That was pretty subtle. We made stagger resistance a thing, which that became a tool. That, that monsters have. Yeah. yeah. Um, revamped Mr. Store. Made it look a little nicer. Got rid of the vampire cape. Everybody was mad. And then added the bosses to the, to the uh, sea on April 11th. So that was pretty good. <sighs> Those bosses were fun. And yeah. there's like another set of uh, the thing uh, two sets of crazy gear. Three. Yeah, three. Man, our original plan for what we were going to do with that was super cruel. We never... I, I would still like to do one additional piece of things that yeah. we just sort of scrapped. Well, we should talk about it. Yeah. Um, made stuff smash into sea salt. A lot of these are uh, a lot of these are boring announcements. These like tri- these are got to be trivials, right? Oh no! And then I guess the high priests and coliseum champions are invited to the temple for the annual fifty second of March celebration. So that must be when the oh, boss outfits yeah. uh, or when the bosses became available. Okay. So then, right after that, uh, some minor fixes change star charts to no longer require you to know the numbers oh. of things to use. Like I think just those just became like little stores that you could buy things out of. Um. Monster Manuel has learned some new tricks. April twenty sixth. What was that? Oh, that's he got three more icons. Oh yeah, they started uh, storing elemental or displaying elemental and phylum and initiative. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Sushi rolling mats, Bible in bulk, and then the florist friar came out. That was a weird one because it was like gonna be a familiar. And then we couldn't figure out any reasonable way to make it work as a familiar. So we were like, how about just like crazy, fiddly, power, creepy bullshit? Like, okay. <laughs> and that's a lot of work. And I got to draw a lot of cute plant pictures. 
So that was pretty good. Um, was this, was that May May's item of the month? Yes, that was May's item of the month. Wait, you, so you skipped April's entirely. Many flowers. What was April's item of the month? That was the uh, Librum of Taffy pulling. No, yeah. Which was okay. which was a bunch of underwater stuff. Yeah, there, there were things that were super powerful underwater, uh, and only sort of reasonably powerful above water. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, you know, we make something that's very similar to something that we made in the past, and everybody's like, this sucks, because power creep has become de rigueur. Mm. It has become a the norm. Yeah, people certainly, res- well, we'll get there, I guess, but people respond pretty well to, to what did they, how did they phrase it in the forums? It's not power creep, it's power uh, sexual predator <laughs> or something. Huh. Is that, what did they say that about? Uh, Smithsness, Smithsness tone. Mm. Uh, so then the summer challenge path came out, and that was big. And that's a thing, you know. If you yeah. want to start a run, it, we wanted stats. people to be able to play with the C content, and we were trying to get Dreadsylvania out. So yeah. like, we basically wanted a challenge path that supported playing in the C and playing in Dreadsylvania when it came out without yeah. having to without having to get out of the challenge path. Yep. Um, Wow, I had forgotten that we did Dreadsylvania this year, too. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, I know. A lot of stuff happened this year. Uh, let's see. Tried to stop people from chaining or chaining non-casuals, but then who the fuck knows? That finally got turned into something useful yesterday. <laughs> something, I don't know. Uh, got rid of Moxious Maneuver. Yay! Yeah, that's, that's something you've been wanting to do for like eight years. Yeah, and JLE kept talking me out of it, and then I was finally like, shut up, JLE. And I just removed it. It's interesting because now that like later in the year, you will just give according to Thieves a bunch of other stuff to do. Yeah. But up to this point, they just hadn't had any uh, way to do monster damage to scaling monsters. Right. So then June, uh, we did the mini adventures, the item of the month, because that was the thing that was going to be good and big. And why was it good and big? It was because they gained new abilities as you leveled up. And they had some crazy abilities that triggered when you got to level 15. Right. And, so and they just, they just start started there. with those when you started at level 15. Yeah. I don't know that that really worked super well. I don't know that anybody super cared about it. Uh, I mean, there was definitely... People were excited about it, but I don't know... Yeah, I don't know how popular it was. There was some goofy shit with the... We decided to make some of the classes give you buffs, and then there was some oh, goofy right. shit where you had to pull it out one out of every 10 turns, and it was aggravating and... Micromanaging. I mean, yeah. Which, you know, we had done it because we didn't want to spam up your fight with you get one turn of this buff every one turn. Right. Um, let's see. Then uh, we did Little Canadia Quest, which is another, another riff project. That, oh, yeah. Wow. That's, that had been around originally uh-huh. in a form. It was like 90% done. Yeah, no, it was. It was yeah. really, it was totally 90% done. It's weird, though, that to, to actually do it, we only had to do 100% of some work. We completely revamped sort of what it was going to be, though. So. Yeah, because it was originally, yeah. a, originally a thing where you had to escort Marty through all that swamp stuff. Right. And it was full of all jokes based on how much um, escort quests in vanilla World of Warcraft sucked. So, Are there, yeah, have so they that, just gotten rid of all of those? Like, is that just like, is it not funny because those don't exist anymore, or is it not funny because it's? I mean, I think generally what they do for stuff like that now is they will just create a phased companion for you that's like a pet oh. that you take places. Yeah. It's no longer they're no longer trying to make it like there's this thing in the world and that other people can see. Hmm. You know, it's or that you know that there's only they they don't. It's just fine if you see like three of the same dude. Because they were like, you know, you just killed the same dude a hundred times in a row. You don't. You clearly don't give a shit about the verisimilitude of this world. So let's not like make garbage content. Which is funny because like the the very first time my mom saw me playing World of Warcraft, she was like, "Didn't you just kill that guy?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah did, somebody said did. that in Word Realms too. Somebody was like, "Ah, oh, that's the same guy." Yeah. Like what? What? It's a video game. Like, did you think that about the fucking Goombas in Super Mario Brothers? Like. It is like once it becomes a person, that becomes a thing that you think, huh? Um, let's see. Yeah, so little Canadia uh, did some stuff uh, with fixing those Hobopolis spells to make the Green Lanterns work on them. Pinch, pinch, ghost was no longer just a fucking twenty MP for one damage or whatever it was doing before. That was pretty good. Um, man, remember when we had to keep fixing pans to make it so they could cast uh, saucer buffs using those pans? And how we don't ever have to do that again. 
Why is that? Sort of. Because we fixed it. Did we? I don't, I don't know that we did. Dude, I guess so. I don't know. I think that got pushed by accident, so it must have worked. Unless everybody's just, like, getting all their buffs for free. Who knows? Uh, let's see. Made it so there was that long ways display of monster manual stats. That was pretty good. Um, added, let's see, the thing that involves a large number of skeletons. What did we do that you'd make a thing out of a large number of skeletons? Was that the skulldozer? Yeah, that does not seem like it was this year. Well, it wasn't, right? Like, that was last year's item of the month, but we allowed people to finally construct one instead of having to wait for it to oh right okay right so it was old it was just a new way of getting to an yes. old thing and then we added that autocomplete button to dungeon fist oh which, yeah uh, <laughs> so those are two old item items of the the month yeah. or year that uh that we tweaked uh july's item of the month was late and what was it the clan hot dog stand right that was late because we moved to san francisco and didn't have internet for like for a week days. and then we had to go yeah. over and uh, we had to go over to the tiny spec offices right before we robbed them <laughs> just kidding we didn't rob them somebody else robbed them it wasn't us um the clan hot dog stand was interesting i remember the meeting the conference call during which we decided that that's what we were going to do there were a lot of different ideas about how it was going to work mechanically and we just hadn't and, settled on anything yeah and we ended up just doing all doing, of them <laughs> yeah well uh, yeah it was putting just putting normal new items out in the world mm-hmm. was well i mean we were we were kind of excited about the idea of clans being engaged and trying to find stuff and like power up their hot dog stand you know yep. and like every day we see notices of people finding the one of the rarest ones like, yeah which is cool <laughs> you know yeah yeah that video games hot dog is pretty good yeah it is pretty good <sighs> uh item descriptions for reusable combat items now say reusable yeah good uh Where, right. actually that's a question how, how does that work is that like a hard-coded list? I think it is, yeah. Okay, because there's some things that should say that that don't. Yeah. Um, there is probably a tag that we can put on them that will force it to show up if it's not in the hard-coded oh. list. And if not, I can make it so there's one. Okay. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, food and booze that grant effects now get links to the effects after that was sort of generalized out by uh, C.D. Moyer. Um, it's pretty good. Let's see. Oh, weird. Now effects from skills now get an arrow next to them that can be clicked to reuse the item or skill. That was maybe not what I thought it was earlier. And then you can use uh, anything that other that soft green echo eye drops will cure. You can right-click to get rid of Basically just adding a bunch of Mafia features into the native interface. Right. Then Dreadsylvania came out on July 27th, and that was pretty cool. Woo! And then we uh, made it so with that with that was the change to elemental files, which ruined the game oh, for everyone right. because we're huge assholes who have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> I haven't I haven't gone back to look. Like, what are the how much do the new ones run for? In the I have mall? no idea. Like, are they min, mall min price at this point? Probably that, that would be sad. Who knows? There's still a lot of people running Dreadsylvania. It's nice, a lot, yeah. like way more of that than there is Hobopolis, which was not the impression that I had. They're, um, they're still running it in uh, in the Rye in my clan. Excellent. Blessed large boxes can now be used in quantity. Blessed large boxes can now be used in quantity. Haha, <laughs> it's a joke about a big box. Um, fixed a bunch of bugs in Dreadsylvania a couple days later. Uh, made it so the carriage man getting booze shows up in the logs, that kind of thing. A lot that of tweaks. Was, yeah, so like this is... Cannon Fire 40 was uh, continually finding ways to defeat bosses that we had not anticipated, which is cool. And some of them we left in and some of them we changed, so... So then, second month in a row, we decided to uh, have an item month. That have an item of the month that just like we do a bunch of stuff. And I, so the yeah. over the shoulder folder holder, yeah, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, it's a it's it was a back to school reference, which was uh, without people knowing it was a uh, foreshadowing, and yeah. then it was also just a real world back to school reference. Um, Configurable accessory. Yeah, it was what it stayed the it stayed configured across ascensions, as I recall. Um, and it you had to find folders out in the world to put into it, which was kind of neat. And some of them were more rare than others, and some of them were pretty powerful. Um, and the folders are tradable, so there's an economy for them, hopefully. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, tickets for KOLCon 10 went on sale. Cool. Uh, the Smudark Pervert was made no longer faxable uh, because that was the only thing that anybody ever faxed hmm. anymore. And then uh, that also ruined the game. Uh, also made it so wow, people have to really spend... Wow, the game by I know. It's, it's weird. Huh. Uh, it made it so people had to spend uh, more time in our... Uh, not funny Bullshit. rape culture perpetuating zone. Well, I'm glad we gave them some some yeah. future ways to get out of that. Uh, let's see. New challenge path. KOL High School. That was good. I was happy with the way that that turned out. So this was our, the second path of the year that was a bunch of content. Well, it was less like the, the, we decided to move to this model where it's like avatar path, easy path, Content, content path, challenge path, easy path. easy path, but content in the sense of like there being extra different stuff to do, right. not in the sense of there being different stuff to be. Um, which those are potentially more work than avatar paths. Depends. But, Depends yeah. on how they're handled. This one was basically was all scully pre-pending a bunch of work, stuff that you had to do. So it's 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 kind of a neat idea, right? Because it was like make you go through 40 turns of school every day but then you get to make these things which kind of break like are would be broken in any other context to to get through the rest of the game faster which is cool yep yeah Um, i was happy with the way that all that brainstorming for those items and stuff came out the the stuff that you do in the in the shops and all that yeah um degrassi knoll got redone split it into multiple zones Yep. Um, tilted it uh, to the left a little bit because I didn't have my light box in San Francisco. Is huh. everything okay? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Store got revamped. Ah, no, I didn't know that was a joke. Desert Beach got revamped, so it was made bigger, and the shore was replaced with the new shore where you got the script and you got to pick where you wanted to go, and it didn't matter where you wanted to go. Um, it was just what stats you would get. Uh also added the UV resistant compass, but then that wasn't public for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so see here, this says the blood pressure cuff from the hidden city is now properly called a sphygmomanometer, but we did not mention the hidden city being revamped. So I think there is just a bunch of stuff missing from this list. Oh no, it's just cause I skipped over it. Wow, I skipped really far ahead. Okay, Daily Dungeon Revamp. This is a lot of shit. A lot of shit happened in August. August was like the most productive month, and I just skipped all the announcements for August because I'm an idiot. Daily Dungeon Revamp. Um, I I posted the Dreadsylvania design doc to the forums too, which uh, which was of interest to some people. Daily Dungeon got longer, but got ways to speed it up, um, which is just sort of de rigueur for the modern revamp. Uh, gelatinous cubling became one of those ways. And then, uh, right. and then, like one week, one week from conception to rollout, New Hidden City. Yep, that was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Everybody busted their asses. Um, yeah, and then Degrassi Knoll. Then an infinite meat bug. What infinite meat bug did I fix in August? Don't even know. There were a couple of small ones throughout the year. Kebab Kadida, yeah, we did. we're back to we're back to that like working on stuff real fast and introducing infinite meat bugs. Yeah, that's the that's what we need. Sphygmomanometer change that was pretty important. Uh, September item of the month was the KOL High School Pep Squad box. All oh, right, the cheerleader, the Steam yep. cheerleader. That was a lot of writing, yep. a lot of uh, different things that she did. It was supposed to be another dodecapede style familiar right that got that was stronger the lighter it was yeah that but was our then, original concept. but then it just went through a but like it just we, we just realized when it came time to actually like write down what the thing was really going to do and how it was going to work that that's just a fucking terrible idea that we're never able to actually make that into a thing that's going to work so we just sort of had to reconceive of how the cheerleader was going to work. Scully gets to write a lot of cheerleader erotic fan fiction. Sure. So that was fun. Worth worth doing all around. Riff, did you write any cheers? Um, no, I don't think so. Did you write a spec script for cheers that you take with you for uh, sitcom writing job interviews? Yeah, you know, for like the cheers reboot, except without Frasier because he already got his own show. Okay. 
The, did you use Lilith? Yeah. She opens oh, wow. A, she opens a fair. I was going to say she 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 spawns to the earliest vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then I did something. This says I probably broke a bunch of minor stuff over the last couple of hours. Stay tuned for future. Oh, that was when I got back to Arizona for con and just spent the first 15 days of September moving at least one old container document over to place.php oh, right. um, in preparation for eventual mobile interface stuff. But it's yeah, slow going. Yep. So all that shit is really complicated. Well, it's that you did all the easy ones and like we've got so much other stuff going on that like all of those projects get sidelined when it's tough to time to like work on actual content development. Yeah. And also sometimes I'll like I'll assign one to Chris and then he just doesn't do it. Uh, I mean he'll get to it. It's not like it's not at all important and it is prioritized below everything else that's assigned to him, so yeah. whatever. Uh, you say that like we actually pay attention to the priority of of tasks. Yeah, but he, I mean, he knows, sure. right? I mean, things that are for the item of the year are more important than converting the woods to place.php, which no one will notice, right. unless it's done wrong, in which, which case, case everyone will breaks. be angry. <laughs> um, nerf the jack-in-the-box, which was a thing that felt like a big fucking deal for a really long time, but was clearly just not a big fucking deal. Well, Didn't nerf it, made it more powerful. Yeah, you, we just we just took away, like, we've, we've done this a couple times, lately where we have just changed the way something works which doesn't necessarily like ruin anything for anybody but it gets Except rid of the people who are exploiting it yeah the, the getting rid of like really bullshit behaviors that were inherent i mean in i think things. people generally welcomed the change to the they welcomed the, the uselessness of the jack-in-the-box because it was never supposed to be useful and it ended up being the most useful thing and also the most annoying thing uh let's see made it so you people could collect their scuba gear from the old man because they wanted it even if you had locked yourself out of buying it which you could um september 18th scaling monsters now award stats based on your main stat rather than because of the way scaling works your moxie right which was a thing that somebody just asked me to do and i was like oh, okay and i didn't really think about it and it was who knows who knows what it did it made it be- it made the game better for people yeah uh, end of September made all of the damage against particular kinds of monsters into plus percentage damage against them so that those things would actually be useful in Dreadsylvania because they were all things that were like, you know, plus 30 damage against skeletons, but right. then you're fighting a skeleton with 40,000 hit points. Right. It wasn't super helpful. <laughs> yeah, and also on September 24th, uh, before we left Arizona, the Seal Clubber revamp. Hit. Oh, yeah, you started like going nuts with the class revamps. And was the least popular popular thing ever ever done it was really demoralizing yeah and that that sucked because like you had all these plans for all these all the other classes and you're like i don't want to do anything ever again yep that was pretty good um i think now that people have actually played with it there have been a lot of people who have been like oh you know seal club is pretty fun well but you also went back and we did made a one one point made one, one change right uh, uh, like you added a really powerful sure. skill. Sure. And didn't we tweak? We tweaked. Uh, there were like there were a handful of tweaks. There, yeah, there were a few other things. But anyway, um, new uh, new seal clubber skills came out after that, and I liked them. Let's see. Uh, yeah, right. And then for like uh, three or four days, yeah, the tutorial was uncompletable. Yeah. Sorry. Oops. You could always skip it. Um, we didn't need new players anyway. Luckily, that did not happen during one of the multiple times this past year that we were featured on the front page of Reddit for yeah. some <laughs> random reason. Reanimated Reanimator came out. That was another yeah. thing where there was just a shitload of writing, and it was pretty fun, but nobody bought it. Nobody cared. Yeah. It you know, seems it was, like maybe we have reached a saturation point with familiars. Yeah. Like, there are just too many. we got to figure out something else to sell to people. Because familiar they don't familiar 2.0, where okay. there's just a new slot for a second thing. Jamilia. <laughs> Okay, so you so you can get a familiar and you can get a Jamiroquai, and it's just oh. different, uh, different sort of accoutrements for Jamiroquai to wear while he follows you around. Yeah. Okay, and they come in a chest that you have to buy the key to open it. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. What were we we were talking the other night about how a cool prank to play would be to open to to make a fake Payless shoe store where the floor 
was on wheels and separate from the rest of the building, like in that Jamiroquai video, and the people who were pretending to work there knew it, but you didn't tell any of the customers. So when people walked in, they were just suddenly falling all over themselves and unable to buy shoes, and all of the employees were just, they just seemed like they were really cool dancers. (laughs) Anyway, if anybody ever has a whole shitload of money and thinks that that's not the dumbest idea anybody's ever had, give me a call, and we will totally make this Payless Shoe Store Jamiroquai prank happen. You you would have to have all of the objects that were normally just sitting on the floor would have to have wheels and be, like, powered and roll opposite the direction that the floor moves for yeah. it to have the appearance of being well, no, stationary. You could, you could hang, they could, it could be like there were, there were, you know, like a flagpole on top of each of them, but was actually the thing that was holding them up, right? Okay. Like, Why is, is it a Payless shoe stuff. store in particular? Because that's the thing that you would least expect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't argue with that. <laughs> and like, the kind of person who goes into a Payless shoe store is not like cool enough to not be confused by it, you know? Like they're not going to go and be like, "Oh, this is great," because that's not what you want. I think I've purchased, people, you want I've them purchased to suffer. things in a payless, and while I would not immediately think, "Aha, the floor must be moving," I think maybe I would figure it out <laughs> oh, eventually. Oh, this payless shoe store is just like that Jamiroquai video. <laughs> um, that's a pretty cool video. <laughs> I've not seen it, so I'll have to go look it up. Uh, so yeah, the reanimator is it cool. Like he does things with wings and dead bodies that it made us go through and uh update the lists of body Body parts parts. on every monster which is potentially a thing we can do we like we have in the past been able to do stuff with that but we didn't ever do a lot with it so it's those are now pretty comprehensive um because it was only important insofar as like the weapon hit messages like wouldn't say that you hit something in the forehead if that thing didn't have a forehead or whatever or just a head um head analog it was uh, the only ones that were meaningful were head arm torso leg tail and wing um, in the reanimator or in no the in all messages? of them in all of them I previously see. in the weapon hit messages those were the only things that those and there things were a bunch could... of additional weird random parts yeah well because i think that that uh scully thought that those Just were used list. in hit messages randomly and then eventually we made it so they were like we just we put in like an m part directive which would use some of those the those really required an inline differentiation between a and an right right potentially although i guess you hit him in the and then it just picks a random list of of body parts and that's fine as long as you're using the, the dirgibles yeah in the dirt <laughs> Huh? A what? monster that one of the parts is dirigibles. That dir- do you mean a dirigible? Because dirigible is not a. Oh, dirigibles are like that Oscar Mayer funeral It's pronounced funeral dirigible. Snack. It's not pronounced dirigible. It is dirigible. I think it's dirigible. No, it's not. I think it's it dirigible. is dirigible. Nobody, nobody thought my Oscar Mayer funeral snack joke was funny. It's like a lunchable, but yeah, it's like a lunchable, but a dirge, a dirge, 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 riff. <clears throat> I don't know if he's. I don't I'm, know if he's just being silent. I'm still trying to decide how I think it should be pronounced. <laughs> uh, then on October eighth, uh, my junk sprite thing went out. Okay, um, which was a thing that I'd been wanting to do for a while. This is just allowing you to get to the island without having to. Have yeah, built the. It's a sort of a sort of an animation triggered quest tracked quest that gets you to the mysterious island, which was a thing that was important to me. And I know that it's you know it's a thing that probably not a lot of people are going to do because it isn't really on a meaningful optimal critical path for an ascension. Mm-hmm. So it was mostly a thing for new kids to do the first couple times before they know what they're doing. You know, so it's like a noob trap, like hibernate. Okay. Um, hibernate is not a noob trap. Uh, but I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was uh, it came together quickly and well. And there's some items in there that are neat. And there's uh, you know that's, I I liked my dialogue that I wrote for the hippie. Uh, let's see, disco. The disco bandit world event was like ten times as complicated as all of the other class world events. Oh right, it was fucking nuts. There were so many items. Because there were the. So- 
there were all the horoscope, the horoscope things, things, and there were yeah. just a bunch of different. There were a bunch of different like non-combat phases to it that came out over the years. I thought like that was the one that I was sort of the most pleased with the story that I had come up with. I felt like that actually had the most sort of going on as as an arc that was more like a you know a thing that would just be in the game than a world event. Kind of sad that it had to go away, but it's a it's a neat thing to it's for about people disco to experience. It's about disco aliens who are all excited because of disco, and then they get here and they're like, "Wait, fuck! We gotta kill all these people." <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Of, it's like the opposite of this stupid ending of Explorers. Sort of. <laughs> Not really the opposite of that in any meaningful way. It's somewhat similar to the stupid ending of Explorers, only they're bad guys and there's disco. Um. Let's see. New trick-or-treating. Jesus Christ, we did a oh, lot yeah. in the last Dang. half of this year. Yep. Oh, because that's like a whole like actual crazy thing that you can do now as opposed to yeah. just like yeah. clicking on a zone and yeah. having it's like a little happen. Like a little game game kind of thing. Game, sort of. Game. Sort of. It was weird. I, I, I did a brainstorming thing. I'm like, hey, everybody, say what trick-or-treating should be like. And every single one of you guys were like, you should go to different houses to trick-or-treat. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then I looked at mine, and I'm like, yeah, wow, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why is that not, like, the one... Why was that not the only thing that trick-or-treating ever was, was clicking on different houses to get stuff? <laughs> well, because we hadn't played uh, Costume Quest. We hadn't played Quest. Costume Quest yet, yeah. yeah. But, but, I mean... Clicking on things to have things happen is what KOL is. So, like, the notion that, like, why why did the barrel full of barrels exist and trick-or-treating wasn't about clicking on different houses? Right, Like, sure. it was just such a dumb yeah. oversight. Like, it's like, whenever we, you know, there's a lot of the times that when a brainstorming thread results in every single one of us having the same idea, or, you know, four of the five of us having the same idea, it's like, all right, this is clearly, this. there clearly needs to be a chocolate bone <laughs> that this monster drops right but uh um, did everybody come up with that yeah that's really funny i think that every single one of and us was it, were they always chocolate cow bones yeah okay because well, that was what was written in the yeah monster description well but i didn't read that oh okay that's funny yeah okay uh, anyway spoiler alert yeah Where? you guys are fighting a bunch of skeletal cows later <laughs> just so you know so then five days after a new trick-or-treating the Desert Oasis was revamped. Um, so you were doing zones, classes, and entire game mechanics all at the same time, mm-hmm. and you weren't going, like, crazy schizophrenic? I was going, I don't know, I was going a little crazy, I guess. Well, that was when I was here, and, and my girlfriend was in Phoenix, and so I was, I just had all this time. All of your chi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Accordion uh, Thief event started. Okay. So you did Seal Clubber, then Disco Bandit, and yeah. then Accordion and then Thief. Why accordion did you go thief. in that order? I don't know. Was it just the ones you were sort of had the best ideas for, the most thinking of on? Or? Yeah. Like Disco Bandits, I. There were different ideas for. Nah, I don't remember. So much happened in such a short period you, of time that I can't So remember. I know Seal Clipper was first because it was something you had been thinking about for a long time. Yeah, no, I had written I had written down that set of Seal Clipper skills like two years earlier or uh, something. And so I think everyone, even me included, maybe was assuming that the next one would be Turtle Tamer just because of the canonical class right. ordering. And no, because so, I didn't have any ideas for that, really. Okay. The Turtle Tamer revamp... All of that stuff was conceived of like a couple days before it was implemented. Okay. Like, and I, you know, I'd been, I'd been turning it over in my head. I'd been thinking about it, but, uh, but yeah, no, disco man and stuff. That just, you know, just happened. And then I was worried that I wasn't going to have any ideas for the accordion thief stuff. Cause having just 15, 15 blank pages in front of me, but right. then I just like went to a bar and wrote down 15 blank pages. You put one skill per page. Yeah. That each one of them super is a, each one of them was a blank page. That's what I was saying. I see. But just stealing accordions, man. Again, why was that? Why did that take so long? You know what? I honestly think it was because we used to just be bad at thinking of things, and so we were like, <laughs> I can't think of twenty different accordions. Then it's like, fucking yes, I can. Orange accordion, blue accordion, dusty accordion, gay accordion. accordion There's all Roca. sorts of different accordion, accordions. Accordion, accordionoid Roca. Yep. <laughs> yes, accordionoid Roca. Bet best item. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, pants giving. 
Yeah. Which I was joking when I named it that, but then I was like, you know what? It's pretty good. I'm not name. joking. <laughs> um, well, you were joking when you named it Kingdom of Loathing. That's too. true. <laughs> then, oh man, fixed a bug that would briefly turn you into CD Moyer, output the word balls, and then log you off. That was pretty good. <laughs> what? Pretty, pretty How good. many people were affected by that bug? Uh, I don't know. It was. <laughs> It was some conditional skill. I, I don't remember was it, exactly. It was on the pants, right? It was a pants skill. Yeah, it was, it, was some, it was like if you, if you were wearing those pants, it just going into combat, I think, or doing anything that would run the skill conditionals because C.D. Moyer had put an equals his player ID instead of an equals equals his player ID, which <laughs> in his testing, it didn't matter. It was a live skill. All of us were using the dev skills table oh, so because we, we were all it. testing stuff, so we didn't notice it. Nobody else that wasn't him noticed it and tested it. wasn't until it went out live that happened. Can we get rid of the distinction between dev skills and life skills now? Because it caused me a moment of panic the other day. And, like, are we done with that? I think so. Okay. Um, it's just weird at this point. Yeah, I mean, we could just... You could just switch back to using live skills. I am. And not, I yeah, did. Yeah. I so, to. I mean, that's, uh, you only have to do that once. Well, sure. Yeah, it's probably not going to change them. Um, but when I'm looking at, like, I don't, at this point, I don't understand which of those two things is something that if I need to fix something, I should edit. Uh, you should edit the live skills at this point. Okay. Unless you're unless you're changing something that you think is dangerous. Like, if you know that the fix is, like, when you edit the live well, skills, they are live. Do you consider combat skills to be dangerous? <laughs> well, sure. Uh, on November 6th, the Sleepers of Loathing have some strange new bedfellows the fuck is that about uh did you put things in dreams did you the spirit world oh oh uh, that was the turtle tamer oh. event which which was all about sleeping 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 spirits yeah i remember being pretty happy about that you were dubious you were dubious about my theming <laughs> the spirit faucet yeah um i was like we already have a rat faucet <laughs> yeah anyway turtle tamers uh Turtle Tamers got all their new skills, their spirits. This turned out pretty good, I think. I think that I think that Turtle Tamers are pretty fun to play. Yep, they don't have themselves at this point. So, I mean, I was putting off the spell casting classes because I knew that I was going to want to scale some things back, and I knew that people were going to be really upset about that. Um, but then I ended up not scaling them back, and everybody's like, "Wow, these guys are too powerful. You're an idiot." I'm like, oh, okay, cool, have fun. There, I mean. Mist classes are have were always meant to be super strong, yeah. Uh, but fra- but fragile, and I feel like we have preserved that at least a little bit. Added a new way to ask podcast questions. That's true. Which I've been pushing pretty hard. Um, and then the guys, the pasta guys, the sure. chef boyardee things uh, came in as right. part of that uh, revamp. The world, world event. event. Yeah, and that was pretty good. And then uh, November 14th. Let's see. Did we do November's item of the month yet? Yeah, the Pantsgiving. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, November 14th, the Pasta Master and Saucer revamp happened, and that was pretty cool. And because we had to, like, that was our deadline because we had to roll it out in time for... For the Class new, Act 2. Yeah. yeah new challenge so path. that was... <sighs> was there something else that wasn't... It's still Class Act Two. Yep. Now this is we've gotten to the point where this is fairly recently. Yep. Um, there was an, there was another big change that we rolled out with Class Act Two, but only in the only in the challenge path. Yeah. The 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 new stat formulas and stuff, which yeah, ah, you know, I think we need to to spend some time evaluating that because I think people across the board were saying this is too fast. I don't. I mean, that's not true across the board. That's true of the like five loudest dudes in the forums. Okay. I mean. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, like I, I think we look at we look at the actual data on how fast the runs are. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one has bitched about the non combats being weakened. So I think sure. that we that's uh, that's I'd, fine. It's just I think that the the stat gains from just fights are just uh, like disproportionately high, and also like there's it's this weird issue of monster level. Just being so yeah, monster, much monster than, level comparable to plus stats on gear is no longer is no thing, longer yeah. right all comparable. Which I mean, the way to fix that is just to increase all of the plus stats on gear. Is it like you know, I don't know? Or ma- can we just make the plus the, the effects that happen with plus monster level worse, harder? Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. I mean, the, the, at least the ones that can just be numerically increased. Like I think that's fine. Like if they are not like 
if they are not super onerous now, if they're not already like, oh, this like, because what I worried about was people taking the elemental damage at the start of every fight. It's like bitching about that the way that they bitched about the the super cold damage on the first floor of the bear fortress for Crimbo, right? It's like, right. this is just a thing that adds a bunch of like headache to fights having to heal through this damage. It's like, it's, te- it's like tedium rather than actual challenge. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that, but no one has said that about right. the elemental. Well, damage. because you can you can mitigate it so much, right? Yeah, like that's and that's that's great, but you have to be able to do that, so it forces you to have those resources in play. Yeah, so that happened. The challenge path came out. Then we also added batter up um, for when class act two came out. Um, I, I the stoat just became like a thing right. that was already cooked into all of the smacks and everything, which also just kind of made seal clubbers more powerful. Like they made them better at, and you know, the criticism of the seal clubber revamp relative to the other class revamps that, that I, that I actually did take to heart was like, yeah, seal clubbers are supposed to be good at just hitting stuff and killing it, but that's all they're good at. And every other class is also really good at that, but is also good at other stuff. All right. So I think batter up was batter up was nice because it gave them a unique, thematically appropriate thing that they could do that was super ascension relevant. And I think that when I go back for sort of 1.2, Seal Clubber 1.2, everything else 1.1, I think I'm going to redo, I basically know how to redo Seal encounters, the Seal fights, Hmm. such that those will just be a lot more bonus-y to Seal Clubbers than they are like a, a system that you can interact with if you want to. Like they'll become a thing that actually you derive some benefit from in the course of a run. Um, so maybe I'll do that like tomorrow instead of working on item of the year stuff. I just keep putting off the item of the year until next year, and then that's one less that we have to do. That's a good point. And uh, think about all the other shit we'll get done. Man, I want to. I want to roll out the fucking bounty hunter hunter. We should do it tonight at rollover. Let's do it. Let's do it tomorrow night at rollover. Okay. Let's do it tonight at rollover, dude. Um, dismissible. Pasta thralls. A shield of the pasta lord wasn't doing anything before. Now it is. That's pretty cool. We added the unpermer. Right. Um, which led to a lot of thanks. Also, fuck you. <laughs> like, why was the why is this temporary? Yeah. Oh, right. Whatever. That's that's not an addressable complaint. Um, but that's gone. And I, some people used it. You know, a few thousand skills got unpermed. It did not see... It did not see a lot of use as I expected it would not. And it almost entirely was used for people who just like permed something five years ago and regretted it rather than unperming something that changed, which was why we put it there. Right. But mm-hmm. it was, I didn't want to like whitelist just changed skills. Eh, whatever. But I did explicitly forbid the unperming of the skills that were permed to get that trophy. Sure. Because it's like otherwise it's fucking just 600 karma for everybody who'd ever wanted that trophy. And F that. Um,. Crimbo happened. Nah, nah. There was mixed reaction there, which is that was an interesting sort of game design lesson. I feel like that I'm going to take away is, you know, we, we can come up with whatever systems we want, but the way that you have to deal with player expectation too, like Crimbo is, it, it has a certain feel to it and denying that by having a bunch of really hard stuff and making it seem like that's that's what everyone is supposed to do is I think we could have is not necessarily we could have done a better job of of managing the framing of that yeah. and had exactly the same stuff and had yeah it been, no I, like I feel like it was a lot of it was just sort of how it was presented and like what the particulars uh, here and there were which you know live and live and learn I guess um, well but I don't really feel like I don't really feel like anything about this Crimbo was a mistake, right? People didn't like, there were people who were really mad about the black box. This is an, this is an aggravating thing about, uh, let's pretend that I'm using this word as what the word literally means, as opposed to a word that is laden with all of this baggage. But there is, there is an issue with entitlement that happens whenever somebody says, okay, there is a thing that I want and I can't have it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was an item that did not do anything. 
Right. right. The expectation is that eventually it does something, but at best, it is a 100% unknown quantity. The only reason that this item has any value to you is because you want it. Therefore, to claim that the game, that the systems, that the design has some responsibility to make it so you can get this thing that you want is like saying, I should have this because I want it, which just is it that that is just yeah, that that's why why doesn't the like ultra rare mechanic rub people wrong the same way? Like, what is it about? Was it just that it was a thing from Crimbo? And there was sort of a historical precedent that they were rebelling against. Like, I yeah, feel like I don't know. I, I, that's what I think. I, I think that I think it was just like expectations and having those sent in a new direction because of stuff that we were doing. You know, instead of simply having a wonderful Christmas time, they decided to get mad because they couldn't find this thing that they wanted. Right. I probably would have. Should we even say how that worked? No. I don't think we should. No. Um, but I would have done that slightly differently, I guess. Um, mostly just to fuck with people, not to actually address any of those concerns, but to have made them less likely to come up in the first place, I think. I think, yeah, I think it would have been it would have been nicer to do it in a slightly different way. Mm, yeah. I think I think you're but, basically right, Kevin, in that the 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 flavor of crimbo is a thing that people have a particular feeling about and if this had been done if the black boxes had existed at any other time in the year it probably wouldn't have been a problem but with crimbo it's it looks more like a thing like you know here's all these christmas presents and i can get all of them except that one why does this guy that's not me get this extra christmas present and that's kind of different than like a an ultra rare that that drops any time in the year Hmm. yeah and I mean, in a way, it's like one of those things that we really like, but everybody else just stops doing because of the outcry. Oh, you mean like other video games? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the alchemy recipe discoveries right. kind of thing, right? Like people don't like people don't like in a multiplayer game for one person to have something that they don't have. And it's like, okay, well why why are you playing a multiplayer game? Like, right. if you if you want to live in a world, if you want to play a video game in a world that is just about you and world. that is entirely designed to give you all of the stuff that you want, like, why are you playing a multiplayer game? Right. If this is the kind of thing that's going to bother you. But, you know, it, it, because they want all the fun parts of a multiplayer game, but none of the... None of the things none that the remind you, none of the things that remind you that you yourself are meaningless and insignificant. <laughs> so it's uncaring like, void. The game. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about the December item of the month. Oh right, what was that? The Tome of Smithsness. Yeah, this was almost entirely a hot stuff design. Yeah, we decided what we wanted it to do. Well, yeah, you gave me like, an objective. You're like, okay, so after all of these yeah, class revamps, it. people all they want to do is kung fu hustle. Yeah. This Make is that. the tome of invalidating Kung Fu Hustle as yeah. the dominant strategy in hardcore. And I was like, okay. And we all had um, to, to brainstorm for jokes about a band that I have basically zero familiarity with. <laughs> oh, man. Check out, check out how cool the guy at my barber shop is. So there is a there is a Smith, it's either Smith's or Morrissey song. I don't remember which one it is, but it ends it ends with the refrain, it was a good lay, good lay, it was a good lay, good lay. But the barber started singing along with the song at that point, except he was saying it was a Gutenberg, Gutenberg. <laughs> did you did you know that this song is actually about Jeff Gutenberg? <laughs> no. No, I didn't know that. And also you're the best barber. It's it's pretty good. Pretty good barbershop experience. It would have been better if there were four of them singing that. Oh, yeah, it's true. <clears throat> I asked him how he became a barber, and he said, well, when I was in high school, I joined a barbershop quartet, and it just kind of went on for me. just kind of stuck. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's super weird. It's a funny story. I don't know, like, at what point does that, is that real, or is that just sort yeah. of like the story that you tell people when they ask? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was the year. That was the year 2013 of our Lord. We didn't do anything at the very end of the year. Yeah. After after Chris. It's Krimbo, crazy that Chris that Krimbo. entire year only took almost exactly an hour. Huh. That is weird. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, here's hoping that 2014 has as many crazy 
things being redone, I guess. Uh, dude, uh, yeah. yeah is, that, is that even possible? I don't know, man. I want to get these fucking item of the year garbage out of the way. So you say that, that, but that's not what we've been working on. Is Bounty that? Hunter. Oh, right. I mean, that's what I did yesterday. And you and did what today. I did this morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's okay. We can each take a morning off. <laughs> I was working on the goddamn item of the year crap today. I'm just, I'm just not into this one. I'm not, it's, it hasn't gotten to the point where I'm like excited to finish it. Huh. You know? Well, uh, shape up. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, it's getting to the point where we're not even going to be able to get it into any testing if we're going to actually deliver it when we said we're going to. You and said by the time ish. It's done, you said 14th yeah, ish. By I'm, the time, and by the time it's done, it's going to be like, oh, cool, time to do an item of the month again, I guess. Well, there's and that, and then you got the to, challenge path to do. I get to work on anything. Jesus, I'm never going to get back to that end of the year where I don't have a bunch of shit to do so I can do a million shits. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Anyway, I think it's going to be fine. Um, you know, I didn't have time to redo the Bounty Hunter Hunter, but I did. You'll see it. You know what? Screw it. Not even wait until rollover. I'm going to roll it out now. <laughs> I probably actually should. Yeah, you should wait till rollover. Although it doesn't really matter. People will just be able to get more lucre if they're paying attention today and have turns. No. But the items are still going to be left laying around anyway. People would be in the middle of getting their thing and then wouldn't be able to turn it in and that stuff. will also be true if we do it at rollover because you don't have to turn them in before the end of the day like i really don't think that there is any difference i don't other than people just behaviorally will probably finish it before rollover right right they don't have to everyone won't have certainly so you should you should send out a system announcement that is like uh you should probably turn in any outstanding yeah. bounty that you have outstanding bounty outstand outstanding bounty <laughs> Out. Did you read that article about that uh, bounty hunter who found that crazy, like, the guy that had was had defrauded people of millions of dollars and was, uh, he had his own check printing machine, so he could print checks that banks would just read without even looking at them? Hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. It's very, it's like a, a sort of modern day Abagnale, but not, uh, not a, a good guy. Was Abagnale a good guy? Well, he turned out to be a good guy. He, like, works for the FBI now, right? I don't know that so. he turned out to be a good guy. I think he got caught and, and turned out to be a, a, a... He's a good guy. Creative sentencing. It's a good guy. <laughs> Use case. He's a good guy now. Yeah, okay. I mean, is Batman a good guy? Batman isn't real. Uh, I don't right. know about that. But There's an ATM at the Who brings us all their presents here. on Christmas, then? Yeah, okay, you're right. There's an ATM uh, next door where somebody has put a B to the left of where it says ATM and uh, AN to the right of it. <laughs> so it just says Batman. It's pretty funny. Anyway, let's go over there and get drunk. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening to this year in review show, everybody. And we're uh, we're I think back on the podcast horse. We'll we'll be back next week with another another couple episodes, I guess. One with me and Scully, and one with uh, yeah. my buddies, Hot Stuff and Riff here. Yeah. And uh, be sure and submit your questions, percent, percent, percent. That'll get converted into a link to oh, <laughs> the question asking form when people listen to it. Okay. Good night, everybody. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. <laughs>